1: I've played in some big games. I've been a part of teams that have played in big games, uh, so I know the preparation and the attention to detail that goes into uh, playing in and ultimately winning those games. Um, and so I can, I just hope I bring some of that attention to detail to some of the younger guys in the room, because um, people like uh, guys like Brady and Bo already know how to play in the SEC West. And So just help mentor these younger guys into becoming the next generation line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my
0: face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We're going to go in attack mode, because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. I with my boobay tastes like too late for the analyst. Girl, luck and
2: buy a Westie girl with my bass stuff. I know that it's good, My left stroke just went viral Right stroke, put lil' baby in a spiral Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note It's levels to it, you and I know Tell them be humble, sit down Be humble, sit down Be humble,
1: sit down Be humble, sit down Be humble,
2: sit down, sit down.
0: Holla, Sit,
3: holla, down. Holla, low. Holla, low. Sit down. Holla, 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 holla. Ooh, Welcome in out of bounds here on 1037 the buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Me Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon, it is a, an easy Friday show. You've made it to the weekend, folks. It is time. I know that everyone's been looking forward to getting through this hot work week, but we are halfway there here on a Friday, and so we're going to make it as easy for you as humanly possible. And we want to hear from you and get in on the conversation looking into the weekend of sports. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Astro Record Live Fan Feedback after me on Twitter. At Buzz John Neighbors, and today uh, not only are we going to have Steve Sullivan joining us in the two o'clock hour, but we'll also have Dudley Dawson in the three o'clock hour too, do a little recruiting news from him, and hopefully we'll be able to have a chance to hear from the newest Razorback football commit Tay Lockett, who is out of California, and it, it's kind of a crazy thing and story with him. But uh, the reason I say hopefully is because we're still trying to na- nail down a time and seeing if he can make it work, but. Uh, it, It's fascinating that he's not only a kid that committed to Arkansas yesterday. He's a defensive back athlete, but he's part of the 2026 class. Whoa. So, yeah, he's got like three full high school seasons to go. Uh, but A lot can change in three years. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. But the cool thing about him, though, and in his story, is that the reason he committed to Arkansas, where he has 39 scholarship offers. He had an offer to Georgia. He had an offer to USC. Anywhere he wanted to go in the country. But the reason he chose Arkansas, at least one of the biggest reasons he chose Arkansas, is because his family is from here. His mom's from Valonia, and there's a connection there, and he loved Arkansas, loved the, the atmosphere and the energy, and you know, when he committed, he says that he's going to work on all of these guys that he knows that are big-time players to come and join him at Arkansas, so uh, a really cool little thing, a little story, but yeah, three football seasons, full football seasons until he arrives on campus. Uh, that's That's a lot, but Sounds like a, a really good player, though. Oh, yeah. Those schools were
4: after him, and he has that much time left that he has to spend in high school. Yeah.
3: And, and that's how, the way I look at it, where, uh, you know, if it was a 2026 20, kid that committed, and, you know, and most places don't even have star ratings out there for kids that age, it would have been like, okay, well, it's fine. But when it's a guy that already has all these offers, and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure George has done a pretty good job of evaluating talent. You know, if they've offered him and they feel good about him, then he has a tremendous upside. But. Uh, the cool thing, though, is even though it's not an official star rating just from people I've talked to, they say that he will be a five-star player when it's all said and done just because of you know scouting him and knowing where a player like him and uh, his development and, and the direction that he's going to go, uh, he's going to be at, at minimum a high four-star but uh, possibly and probably a five-star player. So Getting him out of California, you don't see those uh, happening very often for Razorback football. In fact, I don't even think I could think of a player, and I'm sure there's one, that came from California, like out of high school, and, and came to play Razorback football. It's happened in basketball and a lot of them in baseball, but in football, none, none just come to mind. So that's kind of a unique you angle. Start
4: hitting that area more though. Mm-hmm. That uh, that is some good area to tap into. But there's so many schools when you're talking about going west to east between California
3: and Arkansas. Oh yeah, there's there's quite a few and. You know, it's like, hey, listen, I know you could go to Los Angeles, but come over here and hang out in uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas. You know, maybe that appeals to them. But, yeah, it's in, with the uncertainty of it all when it comes to uh, not only the conferences and the realignment, you know, who even knows if uh, West Coast schools or the Pac-12 or whatever they're trying to be or trying to uh, become, who knows if that even exists next year much, or n- next week for all we know could go away. And that's what I was actually talking to Christian about. Not only could a lot change in those three years in football or in raise your back football, like you know, coaches could change, uh, everything could change, but college football in general could be completely different. I mean, look how much it's changed. Yeah, a year and a half. It to be. Yeah, it could be like a. I mean, not saying it, it's leading towards this, but it could be a thing to where you got now contracts are being held, like you got college players signing contracts, like the NFL players, like pro prospects. It could be where uh, there's no longer an NCAA. Uh, and everybody's under one conference. Like There's just so many different things that could be happening. But uh, for him to commit and feel the love from Arkansas and be excited about coming to Arkansas, that's, it's a cool thing. It's a unique thing. So uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to him about that decision, and uh, we'll for sure talk about it uh, with Dudley Dawson when he joins us in, in the 3 o'clock hour too. But uh, we're eight days away, Razorback football, so a week from tomorrow. How awesome is that? And excited about the game here at War Memorial Stadium. And we always do the game of who's number eight. Well, I mean, there's only one, really. Uh, well, yeah, well, but, well, well, one we've got big a few one. you listed, so oh, yeah. there's more than one. Yeah, there's
4: more. Than no, one. there's uh, definitely Tyler Wilson.
3: T Dub, Tyler Wilson, number eight. Uh, him and uh, just again recency. Uh, him and Austin Allen are kind of the eights that stand out. Both quarterbacks and Austin. We've had him on the show before, and really good guy. And uh, I thought it was just unfortunate, kind of the timing uh, of when. You know he can't because he had 2016. He had a really good year, but then you know things kind of started to fall off a little bit there with with Bielma, and uh, he dealt with some injury in his final season in 2017. This would have been nice to see if uh, he could have stayed healthy and have the uh, a full roster around him, like what could have been type of thing. Because I thought because he was one of those guys that got invited to the Elite Eleven camp out of high school, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Austin was really good. Yeah, he
4: and Brandon were really good coming out of high school. So and they're. They grew up, you know, with their dad coaching, so they
3: know the game inside and out. Yeah, they they knew all about it, but, uh, you know, he was good. He had a lot of cool moments, too, and was really tough. Took a lot of hits there late, so... That's what uh, he was known
4: for, just the toughness that he had. And then that gunslinger mentality where he wasn't afraid to take some shots Mm -hmm. downfield and take some shots trying to put it in the small windows, and uh, sometimes... You're fortunate enough to make a big play with that, and then other times there may be an interception, but you can't go play
3: scared, and that's something that Austin never did. Yeah, he, he lived and died by it, and a lot of times it was successful. And uh, you know He had to come in, too, when Brandon, his brother, got hurt. You know He had to come in. There was just not many situations. I'm sure there have been more than I even realized, but just from off the top of my head, situations where you have uh, a quarterback at a major university and the starting is uh, one brother and the backup's the other brother. No, Arkansas I get, I had it a couple of times. Casey and Nathan Dick. That's right. I forgot about, I can't forget about them. Yeah, Casey and Nathan. Nathan played a, a good bit. Petrino's first year, I believe. It kind of bounced around a little bit, and uh, yeah. So there's there's been well two circumstances at least with Arkansas and, and dealing with that. But yeah, Tyler Wilson's the guy. I know he's come on Drive Time Sports a few times. It's always good to see him, and I know he's living here in the Central Arkansas area and uh, you know getting after it and, and doing some big things. So really happy for him and. Uh, you know, he talked about a guy that uh, went through a lot in his college career and uh, some of the ups and some of the downs. But without question, uh, he was he was uh, everything that people were hoping and expecting him to be coming out of high school out of Greenwood, and really had a, had a nice season in t- uh, 2011. Uh, ended up being first team All SEC because of that fact, and now uh, just you know knowing what uh, the, the kind of the plethora of quarterbacks that Arkansas has had, that has been pretty high quality. Tyler's definitely uh, one other guy that I felt like was known for his toughness, too, because he was a guy that took a lot of hits and uh, just kept coming back and kept fighting through it, as much as possible, at least. So
4: Yeah, they've had uh, some tough quarterbacks here, especially in recent years. And uh, it's just, it just shows how, overall, the type of quarterbacks that they are, they can stand in there and take those hits and uh, still just keep bouncing back and spreading the ball around. That's what quarterbacks do. Now, on uh, the next level they've taken away some of those big hits and taken some of that out of the game because they want to keep the quarterbacks healthy. And it seems like if you're in college and you can make it to that next level, you're almost benefiting from a sense that you don't have to be as tough when you get there because you're not taking those same
3: types of hits. Well, I was about to say that I guess you can look at it in two different perspectives. If you say a guy is really tough because he took a lot of hits, does that mean because the offensive line was terrible and it just made him get killed all the time? Or is it because if that's just how he played and you know, he'd he take a little bit more risk and you know, maybe stay in the pocket a little bit longer to wait for someone to get open? You know, it, it just depends on how you look at it. You never want your quarterback to get hit, but if he is going to get hit, if he is going to be that type of player, you want to make sure that he's tough enough to handle those hits and keep coming back. That's the important thing. But yeah, in the NFL, you know, everyone made the joke that Tom Brady could look at the official and get a flag called. Because you know? <laughs> in the NFL, it's like you can't go below the knees and you can't go above the shoulders, right? Right.
4: Man, that's yep. You got tough. a hit zone almost.
3: <laughs> yeah, but it's like you can't even like get an arm out and like, hit him in the shins, right? Like even that is that considered to be? If you're on the ground, okay. then yeah, it's uh, it's still you know high
4: risk for injury. Yeah.
3: Well, again, so actually,
4: you know, this. defensive players. We've seen them adjust to new rules all the time. So now you'll see defensive players, they get blocked, they go to the ground, they'll actually pop back up and then make the hit on the quarterback. And those are some of the things that are hidden abilities. Like when players go to the combine and teams are looking at certain things and they do certain drills and you see some of the players where they they may jump up and then get on the ground and have to come from, fully land down on the ground to pop him back up. When you see that players are have the ability to do that at a good rate, then those aren't things that people are tic, you know, typically thinking about. They're thinking about the 40 time, how much they lift, but the teams are looking at that because they see the quality that this can be a defensive player – if he gets blocked to the ground, he's still able to pop up and still make a play.
3: Well, and I've always loved, at least for like defensive ends, and maybe it was DeMarcus Ware. There was always these cool, like, still pictures or whatever that shows, you know, just how horizontal that they'll get. You know, when they're like they're running, but they're complete horizontal. You know, just trying to to beat out the guy and try to get around him. And so, the, you know, the level of athleticism, but also, uh, yeah, if if you do get in on the ground, how quickly can you? You know, still make a play instead of just, oh, I'm on the ground, plays over for me, you know, uh popping back up. Like those that's there's a reason why, like, in the NFL combine and in, with all these drills that they do, it may not make sense to a lot of people, but there's a reason why they do it. And there's a reason why they look for those things from those particular players.
4: There's definitely a method to it. There's uh there's a lot that they look for and uh when they feel like they see something in certain players, like whenever the draft is going on and there's always talk about all this team reached on this certain player well if you have a need at a certain position and then you see a player that kind of fits the mold of what you're looking for it doesn't matter if people on the outside feels like that team reached and that that player could have been there later if the team feels like that's where they needed to take that player and that player can add to what they're doing that's all that
3: matters Well, we're just getting started here on Out of Bounds on an Easy Friday show, folks. If you want in on the conversation, 501 661 1037 is that number to call or to text in. We're going to have some updates from Razorback Fall Camp. Also, have some big news going on in the national sports scene, and we'll keep it moving here on an Easy Friday show. So stay with us.
1: NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control.
0: This is SportsCenter.
2: College football is back. Well, sort of. It's week zero. There will be seven college football games tomorrow. It all starts with 13th ranked Notre Dame hosting Navy at 1.30. That game will be on NBC. UTEP and Jacksonville State will play at 4.30 on CBS Sports Network. UMass will take on New Mexico State at 6 on ESPN. Ohio will take on San Diego State at 6 on Fox Sports 1. Vanderbilt will host Hawaii at 6.30 on SEC Network. Sixth ranked USC will take on San Diego State at 7 on Pac-12 Network. Then in the nightcap, Louisiana and Tech will host FIU at 8 on CBS Sports Network. I'm Christian Weaver for the Buzz Radio Network.
1: From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. In sports, every coach is looking for the winning combination. Archmarine and North Luray is no different. The reason being, they have the winning combination. G3 boats with a Yamaha motor. Your granddaddy trusted Archmarine, so can you.
2: What's your Oakland? Maybe it's lounging under a cabana at our sparkling pool or unwinding with a massage at the luxurious Astral Spa. It could be dining in elegance, then hitting the casino for fun and high fives. And while you're here, you could explore thermal spas, dining and shopping on Bathhouse Row and Hot Springs National Park, just steps away from the resort. Discover your Oakland. Make reservations today at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
4: Join Drop sports each weekday for the Trey Biddy Report brought to you by Asher Recker and Recovery. Find out the latest on the Razorback recruits and all the D1 prospects in the state each weekday. It's the Trey Biddy Report on Drive Time Sports presented by Asher Recker and Recovery.
1: This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring where you can pick your payment
2: Tune in to 1037 The Buzz as Justin Akre and Wes Moore broadcast live from each meeting of the Woodrock Touchdown Club, brought to you by Arkansas Urology. Justin and Wes will broadcast live from the Doubletree downtown, bringing you interviews with each speaker and their comments to the club live. Monday, the Wooderock Touchdown Club welcomes from ESPN and the SEC Network, Laura Rutledge. That's The Zone, live at the Wooderock Touchdown Club, brought to you by Arkansas Urology.
0: It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin.
1: Must dig my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go, Hogs.
0: On 1037 The Buzz. <laughs>
3: show but not near as easy as the bet saracen app and being able to make some money on some of the great sporting events happening each and every day folks college football is back this weekend it's not a joke it's not a lie you're going to see real life college football games so if you're gonna watch them which we all know you're do, you're gonna do you got to go in bet on them, and you got to go win some money. Because, for instance, the Notre Dame Navy game, which I think might be one of the more intriguing games for some, it's, again to kick off at 1.30 tomorrow. Well, if you're feeling good about Notre Dame blowing out Navy, they're twenty-one and a half point favorites in that game. Also have the over under set at forty-nine and a half. Maybe you can't wait to see Hawaii and Vanderbilt. It's a little SEC action. Vanderbilt's favored by seventeen and a half points in this game. So, big money there for Vanderbilt, but maybe you're feeling Hawaii coming over to Nashville and causing some problems. But, again, that's just uh, the tip of the iceberg when it comes to all these games. USC and San Jose State, you think Caleb Williams is going to be the Heisman Trophy winner once again, and it's going to start with a San Jose State victory in performance, 30.5 points for them. So, no matter what it is when it comes to college football, not only tomorrow, but all season long, BetSaracen is where you need to be. They have so many different specials to choose from when it comes to college football, Major League Baseball, NFL, everything. If you haven't downloaded the app, get on it now. Stop what you're doing. Download it on your iPhone and your Android. You can go to BetSaracen.com and bet that way. But no matter what it is, have some fun, make some money, and watch these games with the Bet Saracen app. Yeah, because that's the thing, Joe. We we legitimately have college football games this weekend. How exciting is that? We get real real live games. It's and getting real. Man. You get, you get to watch Notre Dame, which I know everyone loves Notre Dame. you know Nobody hates on them ever. So you get to really cheer on the fighting Irish, and you get to USC. But as I was talking with Christian, it is a little frustrating that the USC game, which honestly was one of the games that, if not the game that I wanted to watch the most... It's on the Pac-12 network. And probably at midnight.
4: Yep. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> they do have some late games, but with it being a limited schedule, it's, it's earlier in the day.
3: Yeah, that game is at 7 p.m. Central Time, so you can make that Not work. Bad. You can make that work. If you have the Pac-12 network, that's the key. It's like man, just Pac-12. You're you're not a conference anymore. you just <laughs> that game should be on something better than that. Well, they are still trying to pull in some money any kind of uh, way they can. Yeah, at this point in time, you, know, you got to. But I was like, maybe this is why. Maybe this is why you guys didn't have the money and you should have just signed the deal with ESPN. Because like, if there's a time where I'm going to watch a USC game, like, I'll watch the big ones if it comes on and you know whether it's playing Utah or UCLA, or whatever. But this first weekend is where you're going to get people from all like you're going to get people from SEC country watching USC because it's just football. It's just back. Like that should have been the time where you found some sort of way if it was on Fox or whatever, just make it to where it's easily accessible. Because you, not only do you have USC huge brand, they're a team that might make it to the college football playoffs, maybe compete for national championship and you have Lincoln Riley there who we know is very familiar in the, these parts of the world and you have the Heisman Trophy winner like that should be a featured game but instead it's on a Pac-12 network but anyone who has
4: Dish Network or what is this Earthlink Link T- Live TV I have Sling? never heard of that in my life whatever
3: that is <laughs> you have Sling
4: uh, anybody that has Sling they could because uh, it gives you all the options for the Pac-12 network and then if you type in your zip code then you can see what's in the area so it's Dish Network, Earthlink,
3: Live TV, and Sling TV. I do not have any of those, so I may be having to find some other ways to do it, too. But apparently, <laughs> uh, I also saw, I just I looked it up, too. Uh, you can get it in Australia as well if you want to watch the game oh, nice. on, on 7 Plus. So for those Australians that are listening in to Out of Bounds today, and if you want to watch the game, uh, you're all set in stone. All you got to do is just uh, check it out on the 7 Plus app. Whatever that is, so. Uh, but hey, listen, there's still going to be some some games to watch, as we know. And USC may not be ones that are is easily accessible, but you still Navy Notre Dame's on NBC, so that that'll be a great one. And knowing that uh, Notre Dame's a team that is always ranked, because that is the uh, law of the land, they have to be in college football. I think that was part of the the game when it was first created in its inception. But you'll have that. You'll have uh, you mentioned Vanderbilt, Hawaii, and then you have Florida International, Louisiana Tech, also facing off against each other, San Diego State and Ohio, UMass New Mexico State, UTEP Jacksonville State. So a little flavor from pretty much all the different conferences uh, you'll have a chance to check out all Saturday long. And most of them are on, you know, channels that you can probably find easily. CBS Sports Network, that's, I think that's on, like, YouTube TV. I think I have that. It should be. Yeah, that's a pretty common one, I feel like, or more a common one. It's not CBS, it's CBS Sports Network. Big difference,
4: but, yeah. So anybody want to watch USC, San Jose State, better get on fubo mm.
3: fubo fubo <laughs> fubo yeah fubo yeah i don't know how much uh, people will be desperate to watch that but yeah you that's probably get a to trial it.
4: too oh yeah, there it you go right
3: here you get a free trial so okay get on fubo get a free trial and then if you want to discontinue have at it kind of what you did uh, what most people did with the flow sports thing just you get it for that little period of time so you can get your game and then get out
4: and most people that have fubo they say good things about it so if you get on
3: and you get a free trial. You might actually like it and want to stick with it. Well, there's a shot at it. Well, at least we know uh, that there are different ways to make it work. Uh, let's see on our Southern Structural Solutions text line. We have a few people like from the five seven three area code says, "What is the process for offering a sophomore when coaches are not allowed to make contact with them?" Just curious about that. Um, can coaches? Uh, is it? I don't know if it's – is it certain contact that they can have? I'd have to look at – maybe that's something we can ask Dudley later. But. Yeah, the details and that. Yeah, because I thought that there's – you can't do, like, visits or calls, but maybe – I think there's, like, camps you can go to maybe as a coach, and you can see them, and then you can offer them while they're there. And the players something can like also that.
4: go to, to the camps that the schools have. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's true, too. I think that's the process for you, but we'll, we'll ask Dudley. He'll know a lot more about that. Uh, in the 3 o'clock hour. But, yeah, I appreciate the, the question there. Also, Just Chuck says, Dwight Freeney played low to the ground for a man that he large. did yeah. yeah. How big was he? I know he was big, but, like, was he 280, something like Somewhere that? Somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. That guy was, I think he was a beast. That guy was pretty nasty. And
4: you, he, you have those certain rushers, and it's become a little more popular recently where um, you'll have some of those guys that are shorter, James Harrison being one of them. He, he was one of the shorter edge, edge rushers, and he's going against a guy on the edge that's six eight, and so he's built low to the ground, and he can get around that certain tackle that's trying to keep him from getting to the quarterback. Elvis Doomerville, he's another oh, guy. Yeah. He was like 5'11", yeah. and so when you saw that James Harrison was having the success that he had, then it started to be duplicated a bit throughout the game. Was
3: was Albert Haynesworth a D tackle or was he a D end? I can't remember. Tackle. He was a tackle. Okay, I just remember he was a large man. Uh, yeah, he was about six five. Yeah, that dude was yeah. He was huge. He was huge. Uh, speaking of which, we're talking about uh, Caleb Williams and uh, winning the Heisman Trophy this past season. Not surprising, he is the odds-on favorite to win the Heisman Trophy again this season, uh, according to uh, Caesar Sportsbook there in Vegas, and he's had, actually at had a fifteen to four odds. Jaden Daniels from LSU is ten to one, and Quinn Ewers is fourteen to one. So those are your top three Heisman favorites at this point in time. And J.J. McCarthy sixteen to one, who's tied with Poe Nix. Still cracks me up. He's there, but he deserves it. Bo Nix at sixteen to one. Sam Hartman sixteen to one. Drake May sixteen to one. Jordan Travis sixteen to one, and Cade at Club Nick also at sixteen to one. So
4: you yeah, have a lot that are uh, all in
3: that same window okay, mm-hmm. with the similar odds. Yeah, I guess it just depends on. Because uh, like Michael Penix Jr. is at eighteen to one. I'm like, Penix isn't that
4: Penix? <laughs> no, it's not
3: Penix. It's Penix. Mm, that's an unfortunate <laughs> name. Pen- Penix, Penix. All right, so I just kind of have to. I'm gonna make some changes here. Make sure I don't say it <laughs> out again. Pen is in like a pen. I'm writing like with. a pen. Yeah. yeah and Penix. then uh, x is in like uh, icky. Yeah. Okay. Ah, that's easy. Couldn't you just never mind? Uh, Penix. Eighteen to one. Marvin Harrison Jr. though is also at eighteen to one, so that's cool. And then Carson Beck is at twenty to one. So, so the main ones for uh, the Heisman. But I don't know I, if you're betting on Caleb Williams or the field, you probably go with the field, right? Just cause, yeah, you have to, yeah. you have to. When you're talking about one player
4: versus a lot of other players, even with teams like Georgia, for example, Georgia is by far the favorite but if you're talking about a pool of of teams now it'll be more interesting once the playoff is expanded but we're talking about it's going to be four in the playoff you still have to go with the field of any other teams that are going to get into that four besides georgia and, and win it yeah
3: i can see i know we'll have like predictions and things once the season uh well just the Razorback season for sure comes up but if there was a bold prediction or bold take if you want to call it that uh, I would go out on a limb and say that the Heisman Trophy winner this season is not even on this list. I, I don't even think that they're one of the. Now Heisman that's favorites. being really bold. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> most of the time, they do come from the list. Yeah. It's a list of how many? Uh, ten, I believe. Ten. ten. Okay. Ten, okay. Yeah. Now that may not be bad, but a lot of times, if it's like twenty names, it's going to be within oh. that twenty names.
3: Yes, for sure, for sure. Because I, 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 I don't know. I just feel like the years where you have a Heisman Trophy player coming back. Uh, like for instance, when McFadden, he didn't win the Heisman, but, uh, his first year, he's a runner up. He was the Heisman favorite the next season. And, uh, and I looked it up. It was just, you know, kind of when I saw this list and Tim Tebow wasn't even on the list, like in the top 10, man, now that probably may have had to do with more than that. Cause he was a sophomore and we, they didn't give that out. But you know, you think about him and you think about like Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel came out of nowhere that year and became the Heisman trophy winner, um, was Robert? I know Robert Griffin III was there at Baylor for a while, but I don't think anybody thought he would have the year he did to win the Heisman. Right. Uh, so he kind of came a little bit out of nowhere. But the point is is that a lot of times uh, you've seen players come out of nowhere and win the Heisman. Cam Newton is another one that uh, people hadn't really seen play all that much. Knew he's a great player, but would never have dreamed in a million years he'd have the year that he did in the one season at Auburn. So a lot of times you just maybe a player that you least expect. And, you know, who knows? Maybe it could be... Uh, K.J. Jefferson. That would be nice, too. There you go. But
4: According to Bet Saracen, to win the national championship, you of course you're going to get plus money on all teams, but right. think about the difference here with Georgia being plus 220, and then the next best odds would be Alabama at plus 575. So wow. from 220 to 575, and then your top four rounding out Ohio
3: State plus 700, Michigan plus 850. Really? So they have... Ohio State's with better odds than Michigan this season. That's interesting. Yeah, that's for now. Well, yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> they could go
4: into the season, but yeah, with Michigan beating Ohio State the past two years, then, you know, maybe Michigan should have better odds, but it's always comes down to one game it seems like every year with those two
3: teams yeah and i guess i'd have to look at see where that where that game's at not to say because you mentioned michigan's won both at ohio state and at home but i'm sure that home field advantage always plays a little bit of a a piece into that especially for that game but uh, lsu plus a thousand
4: usc plus 1200 1200
3: man if i'm going with a longer shot there i may go with US- LSU. Yeah, I was going to say LSU. USC. <laughs> I was going to say USC because uh, LSU. It's kind of the same thing, Joe. Like that game for LSU against Bama. You know, it, it's kind of the the game to where well, it, it's not to say it makes or breaks it, but you know, for the SEC West, uh, you, you know, that's that's one you, you got to have and get going and have a uh, success with it. And then uh, if you win that one, if LSU was able to beat Bama this year, then I'd like their chances, but you know LSU needs to also not lose to A&M at the end of the year or if I have one of those games that just doesn't make sense uh, so if they do that though they have the talent to. there's no doubt LSU has the talent to win it all but uh, I would say USC just because Lincoln Riley is a good coach they got Caleb Williams I know the conference has gotten better overall in college football, but I think their schedule's tougher, yeah. to be honest. Who they play who's their non conference game their big non conference um, game this year. Have yeah, to they probably up. don't have a big non conference anything. Yeah. Well, I always thought that they would have like one decent one. Like if it was uh, you know, they played Alabama one year, I believe, and uh, I think they I wanted to say maybe they played Michigan or Ohio State one year, but uh yeah, I, I don't I mean I'd have to look it up but it's like Notre Dame. They play Notre Dame. Oh yeah, yeah quite there a bit. Go. So there you go. There it is. So it could that could be a pretty tough one. But I don't know if I would. I don't know if i put uh, a lot of faith on it. But as far as a longer shot of a team, I would probably want to put money down on USC. I like Lincoln Riley. I know people in Oklahoma don't, but he's a good coach, and he's definitely done a lot in USC because he's only been there one year, right? That was yeah. The first season. Yes. I think he did a lot in that one year <laughs> compared to what they had uh, previously. So yeah, they could they could get it going. Hey, speaking of Jim Harbaugh, did you see? That cracks me up what he did, and we know that he's being suspended for three. Or I guess it's not confirmed, but they're doing the self imposing of uh, three game suspension. Oh, it's, yeah, it's and, confirmed. Well, they're,
4: they're doing it, but NCAA hasn't correct, recognized it.
3: Correct. It's more like they, that's happening, but as far as if it's that's it and that's all that's happening, it's a wait and see. But. Uh, the official Michigan Twitter account put this one out, so it wasn't like oh it was reported or put a, like they made graphics for this. It Says Coach Harbaugh announces coaching duties for the first three games of 2023, and what he's doing is who's going to be kind of the head coaching duties for each game. For the one against ECU, Jesse Minter is going to be the head coach for that game. Uh, against UNLV, Jay Harbaugh is going to take the first half. And then Mike Hart is going to take the second half head coaching duties. Nice. And then kind of uh,
4: like how he does
3: this too. Yeah. That is changing from game to game. Yeah.
4: And half to half.
3: And I forgot Mike Hart was on the staff, but he was a really good running back for them back. Yeah. Then. He had a medical issue on the sideline last year. That's right. I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Moore is going to be the head coach uh, against Bowling Green for that one. And then on top of that, this is uh, this is just for all the games, all three games. The associate head coach is going to be Ben Herbert, which those of you probably remember, strength and conditioning coach, was up here in Arkansas under Red Buma, and the assistant head coach, Jack Harbaugh, his dad. His dad, right. His dad. Okay. So, I think it's kind of a cool thing. It is. It's really cool. And, you know, it gives the opportunities to some of those assistant coaches who uh, may not uh, have really gotten the recognition that they deserve, or maybe they're trying to work up the ranks and be recognized to possibly get a head coaching job this is a cool little experience for him to say hey i'm not going to be there so you get this game you get this game and uh and we'll see if, uh, if like one head coach has a dominating performance and the other one struggles a little bit back like, eh, not this guy not this guy at all but I-, I like how he did it and then making sure that the people he wanted to get some sort of love to is whether it's a half or for a full game uh have them having them access to it's pretty cool
4: now the interesting part about it will uh, will he have to stay away from the team through these first three games, or does he get to participate in practice all
3: week and then he's actually sitting the game out? Yeah, that that is the uh, that's interesting because if you like you, if it's just for the games, that makes it a lot easier, I would think. If it's just okay, you can do practices, you can just resolve all of your duties, but then once the game day happens, you have to step away. But then
4: because it's a little bit different from the pat Pat Fitzgerald situation where they said initially he suspended for two weeks, which means he can't participate in any team activities for those two weeks yeah and so in this case we're talking about three games, so does that include the week of practice leading up to the games I,
3: I mean I would think so if it's the self-imposed one because I feel like if it's you know, it's all about the wording you suspend somebody for two ga- for three games or you spend them for three weeks You know, it's kind of like you were talking about with Pat Fitzgerald. It's like, that was three weeks, so it's like the whole thing. And maybe if it's just the games, it's just the games themselves. Uh, But Michigan's just wanting to make sure that they do as little as possible when it comes to suspensions and helping their cause out to make sure that Harbaugh's ready for the the bigger and tougher games down the stretch. Well, it's one of those things. They couldn't come to an agreement with the NCAA.
4: Initially, they put four games out there, and when they couldn't come to an agreement, they said, okay, well, we're going to do our – Self-imposed deal, and we're going to make it three instead of four since we can't agree on four. So, hope- and, and, and the NCAA was one to increase it to more than four. So they said, all right, we're going to go with three, and we're going to keep moving,
2: yeah.
3: keep
4: pushing forward.
3: That's what they want to do. That's what should be happening is just get it. Whatever it is, come up with a decision and move forward. That's what needs to be happening. Uh, TP and Little Rock says in our Southern Structural Solutions text line, he says, uh, TP's college football final four, Georgia, USC, Oregon, Ohio State. TP that and that that's his final four, but then he says he has a TPs outside the box final four. I'm like, I don't know. Having USC and Oregon and Ohio uh, and Ohio State is pretty, out, or at least Oregon and USC both in the same is pretty outside the box. But he says outside the box is Utah, South Carolina, Michigan, and Tennessee. Okay, um, that is quite outside the box. Two teams from the SEC East, and neither of them are named Georgia. <laughs> that would be quite the thing if that in happening. That would be. I don't know how uh, college football and the NCAA and all the moneymakers would feel about it, but, hey, Michigan's a pretty big brand. And that would be the one that I feel like if you were a Michigan fan, you feel best about possibly going out there and taking care of business and, and winning that game, too.
4: Yeah, you want to play against the best. Mm.
3: Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> Always, even if they're suspended. Nah, let them be, let them be there. We want to take on the best no matter what it is. And yeah, we all We all know better than that, but... I'm just excited to have it back. I'm excited for college football. And a reminder, folks, there are still tickets available for the Razorback game in War Memorial Stadium. I know it's been talked about uh, on uh, Morning Mayhem and also The Zone that there's still tickets. They're affordable. I know it's going to be hot, but it's, it's still going to be a great day. And I know people are going to be out there tailgating, so come by the Buzz Tailgate. This will be right there, right there next to War Memorial Stadium behind Double B's off of Markham and Van Buren. If you go to 1037thebuzz.com, go to the website. You can claim your free ticket, and that's all you got to do. Just show up. Claim your free ticket at 1037thebuzz.com and show up, and we'll have a whale of a time. But we have a lot more to talk about what's trending in the world of sports. we have a few things, especially in the NFL and Major League Baseball, to dive into. We'll keep it moving on an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds, so stay with us.
5: If you're looking to update your home decor, then go see our friends at Coffin by Design West. At Coffin by Design West, they have design specialists on staff that can help you with your decisions on any updates to your home. They have over 7,000 square feet of beautiful new home decor pieces such as sofas, dining tables, design throw pillows, lighting, and chairs that arrive daily. For those of you who like the aromatique candles, you can find those and also gift cards located at West Pass, Taylor Loop, 14900 Cantrell Road, or go to the web at coffinlumber.com. August is here, and so is the start of spooky season. Stores are packed with Halloween decor, candy, and costumes. And car dealerships are flaunting interest rates that would scare Freddy Krueger. It's not that way at Guadagni Buick GMC, next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Guadagni's offering rates as low as 0.9%. This year, say no to candy corn, circus peanuts, licorice, and four-cylinder full-size trucks. Guadagni Buick GMC's trucks have too many features, too much power, and twice the cylinders. Why go buy a full-size truck with a four-cylinder when you can get the 5.3-liter V8 with an additional 3250 off at Guadney Buick GMC. <laughs> Buying a car doesn't have to be scary. And shopping at Guadney never is. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with proof credit.
2: Guadney for Buick. Guadney for GMC. Guadney for Ly-
5: Is your cooling system handling summer? Middleton Heat and Air is here to keep your family nice and cool through even the hottest Arkansas summer. We're always ready with in-stock equipment. And you can count on us for free estimates on replacements with no overtime rate from 8 to 8, even on weekends. See why we're the most trusted name for heat and air in the state. Call Middleton today at 501-847-0371.
1: RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key Key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
5: Razorback football is back in the rock. 2023 brings back all the things you love about game days at War Memorial Stadium, including tailgating, the Hog Walk, running through the A, and for the first time in six seasons, the football season opener. Cheer on Coach Pittman and the Hogs and experience game day in Little Rock on Saturday, September 2nd, 3 p.m. as the Hogs battle Western Carolina. Get your season tickets today at ArkansasRazorbacks.com, the War Memorial Stadium ticket office, or on the phone at... Eight hundred. I need two H O G S.
1: Tired of all that laboring? Get ready to take a break from hard work with Lazy Boy's Labor Day Sale. Save up to 50% off store-wide. From cozy couches to stylish sectionals, Lazy Boy has everything you need to create the perfect living space and a chair that's all yours. A wide selection of furniture for every room. With unbeatable prices, upgrade your home decor without breaking the bank. Don't miss out on your chance to save big. Visit Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor. for Galleries of Little Rock today.
0: There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hey, 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 hey! Turn it up, you bucket! Yeah! On 1037 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney
4: Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market, been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. New Silverados and Equinox at 1.9% financing and $2,500 off a new Equinox. And you can save up to $9,000 on new Chev- Chevrolet Silverados. And then $500 down towards your down payment when you trade in your cell phone. And it is uh, got roughly about a week until September hits. So you want to take advantage of these deals at Guadney Chevrolet during the month of August. Get by Guadney Chevrolet this weekend and get a deal done. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise of vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you'll get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. And if you need a service, they have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon. In case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet. Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet. Chevrolet.com.
3: It is an easy Friday show here on Out of Bounds, and we'll get to what's trending in the world of sports, presented by West Rock Coffee. I did want to respond to Just Chuck, who texted in on our Southern Structural Solutions text line. He says, It always seems, no matter how good they are, LSU struggles to beat Arkansas consistently. There have been years we had no business winning the game, and somehow we found a way. I think that's the case, for sure, but I will say that since Les Miles has left LSU, that's not overly been the case. Arkansas has only beaten LSU once since Les Miles left and that one time was on the road in overtime against an LSU team that had Ed Orgeron who is a you know, lame duck as a coach who was about to walk out with his sixteen, seventeen million dollars whatever door that they wanted to see him out of. Uh, it was just kind of there and Arkansas struggled to beat them then. So, last year it was a close game, no doubt about it, but I felt like that was more of a, a less Miles thing than LSU thing itself. But who knows? Maybe this year it'll shock the world and go and beat the Tigers in Baton Rouge. But I'm not going to bet on them. I'm not going to bet that. <laughs> so, uh, But, yeah. It's place to play. It is. And even with Nick Saban, Arkansas, I think, I have to go back, I think Arkansas only beat Nick Saban at LSU once, and that was the miracle on Markham.
4: Yeah, that's a common theme when it comes to Arkansas and Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. No matter
3: where he's coaching. It's so. Always taking the L's. In fact, I would be hard-pressed to think of all the schools at Les Miles, or not Les Miles, McSabin has coached against. His best record has to be against Arkansas or Mississippi State. Mississippi State uh, has actually uh, gone just about as long as Arkansas has without beating them. But, hey, Tennessee ended the losing streak. So your turn, Arkansas, to step up and beat them in Tuscaloosa this year. Easy task. Easy task to do. Uh, But there's a few things happening in the world of sports, so let's talk about what's trending. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? Presented by West Rock Coffee. Uh, you know, this thing with Spain and their coach, uh, and that, that whole scenario. The president uh, the, of the federation. Yeah, like the, it's just such a weird deal where, uh, man, it's just. So basically what it was is that the coach was stepping down, or at least that's what Not Uh, the coach. Not the The coach. The president of the federation. Yeah, president of the federation, sorry. The president of the federation, uh, but now the Spain uh, FA boss won't quit. The government is seeking suspension for him, and now the Spain players are boycotting as he refuses to quit. So, kind of a messy situation Yeah, they're boycotting.
4: Come on, man. You got to... If you were originally going to resign, you got to go ahead and resign.
3: Mm -hmm. I I don't understand, like... It's so dumb. And, And in fact... Uh, Rubiales, I think is how you say his yeah. name, Yeah. Luis Rubiales. Yeah, he said he, he said calls for him to step down were a campaign of quote social assassination by false feminists. So okay, there you so have
4: it. It, what happened where he changed his mind though along the way? Like initially, or or maybe he's saying that it wasn't his idea to resign, but he was going to go through
3: with it. I don't know because it's. Because, like, with, for Hermoso, they said that, I want to clarify, as you can see in the image, that at no time did I consent to the kiss that he gave me. I won't tolerate that my word is being called into question, and even less so that the words are invented, which I didn't say. So it's like you, you got pretty strong statements being made by both of them. But, yeah, I don't know exactly when it all started going awry. And, uh, you know, they apparently Hermoso and her teammates call for real change to help the national team get the growing and to be able to bring great success to the generation's to come, so just an overall messy deal with Spain, and uh, and when you got players boycotting, that's yeah, that's that's usually a telltale sign that it's going to really go off the rails quickly. Uh, also, in the, some other news, this is actually more of NBA, but Giannis, we know he with the Milwaukee Bucks, of course, the winning an NBA title, one of the best players in the, in the world, but he says that he does not plan to sign a contract extension when he becomes eligible next month, and that he won't sign one until. He's comfortable knowing that the organization will continue to compete for a championship. <laughs> oh boy, here it goes. Uh huh. So now the Knicks fans are rejoicing. They're
4: like, "We got a chance. We got a chance to land Giannis." And this is where all the questions start. Where every time Giannis steps in front of a camera, now they're going to ask him. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, what's what's going to be your next next move? Are you going to you still thinking about staying here long term? Are you looking at other options? And at some point. He's going to have to cut it off to say, we're not going to talk about this. And then, you know, when the
3: appropriate time comes, then everybody will know what's happening next. Well, ironically enough, this was actually with an interview with the New York Times. So uh, it said that numbers-wise, it doesn't make sense, uh, adding that the organization still has something to prove to him before potentially signing. He said next summer would make more sense for both parties even then, I don't know. I would be not be the best version of myself. I don't know that everybody's on the same page. Everyone's going for a championship. Everyone's going to sacrifice time away from their family like I do. And if I don't feel that, I'm not signing. So and, and that's the other part of it. If it makes more business sense for
4: him to sign next season, then of course you're not gonna leave money on the table. You're gonna try to maximize your contract along with contending for championships.
3: I'm not trying to tell Milwaukee how to do things, but Milwaukee, do whatever it takes to make that happen. Not many times do you get a player to that caliber in the NBA, much less uh, to be there with the Milwaukee Bucks? He's delivered you a title so you know that he's worth it. Do whatever it takes to keep him there and to keep the team going and the organization going and competing for a championship. Whatever it takes, you got to go out there and do it. Uh, Also, in some other news... (laughs) So the Oakland A's, we know that the the time is of the essence when they're going to be moving out of Oakland and heading over to Vegas. But John Fisher, who's the owner, uh, was talking with ESPN today, and they've officially submitted their application for relocation to uh, Major League Baseball to try to get it going and get it happening. Well, apparently he's basically uh, making the comments to ESPN saying, quote, in the end, we concluded that the city had not raised sufficient money to cover the commitments that they made we have also a deadline imposed by the collective bargaining agreement from a year and a half ago that required the A's to have a binding agreement with a new stadium by January of 2024, or we would lose our revenue sharing, which would largely and hugely be detrimental to the organization. So essentially what's he's saying is, hey, don't look at me, don't look at us, blame the city of Oakland. They're the ones that made this happen.
4: They've been the ones to blame all along.
3: Yeah. Well, even going back a few years when
4: they were just in the process and going through the talks of trying to get some land and everything developed for a new stadium you know, lost we the raiders
3: get it done lost the raiders lost the ace and, and i mean again it's just when the city can't come play ball pardon the pun then those are the things that's going to happen but we'll have some more headlines to get into but we got to take a top of the hour update when we come back talk to steve sullivan of katv see what he thinks about Razorback fall camp and we'll keep it moving in the second hour of out of bounds so stay with us on the easy friday show
2: If you don't already have the Bet Saracen Sports Wager app, download it today from the app stores or go to
4: BetSaracen.com. BetSaracen is Arkansas' favorite sports betting app.
2: Hey, Central Arkansas, are you getting piggy with it and ready for some football? Donate blood with our blood institute at select mobile blood drives August 21st to the 27th for your chance to win one of two grand prize football packages that include a pair of